on doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for listening to KPFT Houston, 90.1 FM. Hey everybody, this is Hayes Carl, and you're listening to KPFT Houston. Support for KPFT and the Prison Show is provided by the Cohen Parole Law Firm. For almost 40 years, Gary Cohen has helped represent incarcerated individuals throughout Texas obtain parole and fight parole revocations. We protect those who have fallen short of perfection from the wrath of those who believe they have attained it. For more information about Gary Cohen and his associates, Alan Bennett and Gene Anthes, you can find it at the website parolelaw.com. You may also contact them at 512-476-6201. on the pipe chase and rattle them bars because we're going to do a prison show for you right here at beautiful old historic old exciting new KPFT Houston from the heart of Montrose where we all hope tomorrow will be a better day. Welcome to the Prison Show. Today is Friday, January the 12th. It's been a long week, long, long week. But in the matter of a week, David has lined up a great show for us tonight. But before we get to that, I want, I made a mistake last week, made a mistake. I gave a shout out to one uh, Joel at the wind unit, but no. That was incorrect. His name is Leo Willis. Leo Willis and Joe Don, both of y'all over at the Win Unit, appreciate everything. Glad everyone's listening. Great big hugs to y'all. Thank you. So tonight on the prison show, hopefully Polanski is able to listen. Their electricity's been out all day. So they were trying to get it. Mine was out earlier today. Somebody's got more than one mic on. Huh. Did you hear that? I guess not. No, I had I feedback. You had feedback. No, I didn't hear. No feedback. No feedback. Good. Then uh, I'm the only one who heard it. You are. 
<laughs> you are. I'm going to have some information later in the show about um, things that Brittany's doing to get ready for the freeze. We've been calling the units, bugging them. But right now, I'm going to let you know what David has lined up for us. Dr. Terry LeClerc, she is the retired English professor, queen, queen of the Prison Show Book Club, an author of Prison Grievances, When to Write, How to Write, as well as at least four other books. So make sure you have your pen and paper ready for that. Danny Sneed, the encourager, is in the house. He is the prison show veteran reporter. He is actually in the house. Francis Fancy Silney Baugh, third-year law student and death penalty abolition movement member, will be calling in to give us a report. And Linda and I are here with the Death Row Angels. So, like I said, we've got a great show. Make sure you have your pen and paper ready so you can jot down those addresses in case you do not have them on your tablets. So, make sure you have that. Anything else, Master Dave? Sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. And um, I'm whooped. I'm just so tired. I started work this week for the first time in five months. So he he so, tired. You're I'm tired. crooked. I was walking crooked. He was. In. His hat's crooked. He's crooked. <laughs> He's dragging. <laughs> I did over nine thousand eight hundred steps today. You see, you almost yeah. got it. If you get up and start walking a little bit more, you can. I won't be crooked. <laughs> no, you'll be really crooked. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me smile <laughs> watching me be cooking <laughs> it did I that's only because like, i gave you a five-page letter <laughs> i know the one letter that i pick i'm like okay i'll take that <laughs> what what front and back front and back you remember what hank used to say hank said keep it short yeah and just you know tell us what you what you would like us to help you with instead of now miss linda has to read a five-page letter front and back oh you you gave it <laughs> i slid it underneath her <laughs> i was like oh look <laughs> yeah she's over here shaking her head <laughs> no shame here yeah no shame i see how you're <laughs> but i took i took another one i took another one oh, okay so. All right, so let's get on to Terry LeClerc on line one. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Freezing my rear end off. I can't believe what a wuss I am, and I can't imagine what it would be like to be in those cells with a cement floor and metal bunks and whatnot. I can't imagine it, even though... Uh, even it's winter, and all of us knew it was coming, right? But there's something wrong with being in a cell that doesn't have some kind of heat source and doesn't have proper blankets and good clothing. So I'm, I'm I talk about feeling like the queen. I feel like a queen because I'm sitting here in a heated house, but I still have on a long sleeve shirt and a sweater. So I think a lot about everybody who's listening. 
and hope that there's some way to stay warm, jump up and down, rub your hands together, <laughs> bounce. I don't know. Bounce. Keep that oxygen flowing. <laughs> yeah, because we are all here thinking about you all there and hoping that it goes okay. Winter will be short. Remember, we're in Texas. So, you know, keep your chin up and just know that in a couple of months you'll be complaining about the heat. Okay, so here's what's going on with me. If if the listeners have books available, and boy, I have been hearing some really bad stories about how they're not being able to get to the library, how the library card is not going around um, in solitary, which they don't call that, um, and they're having a hard time getting books on the tablet that don't cost money. I thought they were supposed to be free, so somebody will have to explain that part to me. But if books are available, here's what I think. I think that reading is good for your health. It reduces your stress. It increases your knowledge, of course. It even increases your intelligence because you you pack up a bunch of facts and stuff. It um, expands your understanding because if you're reading a book, you're reading about somebody else's understanding and you pick that up too. And happy for little old ladies like me, it improves the memory. So I really think that reading is good for your health, and it's a positive distraction. If you're sitting on that bunk freezing your rear end off, um, reading a book may take you out of that cell. Your imagination would take you out of it, and it would be a distraction. Reading also, if you can read the same material your loved ones are reading, like you both are reading the same book, you get the same magazine, that helps your relationship. It gives you something to talk about other than how bad it is and how much you miss each other. That's all good. But it gives you common ground to discuss. Why did you think she did that? Or didn't you really hate such and such? And so that you can actually hold a conversation. If you're reading to your children or get to read and read a book that your children are reading, that creates or it maintains a really positive bond. Those kids will always remember it's a, it's a positive thing to read. So try any book, try any magazine, and get with it. Um, here's some interesting little quotes that I'll conclude, conclude with. Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. <laughs> so, I guess people who don't exercise either have a hard time with that. But um, I think you know that since about the fourth grade, I have read one book a night every night of my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much of a social life, but I have, <laughs> I have a lot of reading. And sometimes I get one of the really big fat ones, you know, like um, Lone Star or something, and that'll take me a night or two. But if I do that, I'll read half of that book and then a little short one or something. So I read all the time, and I actually do exercise all the time because I want to watch my grandson grow up. He's five. I've got a long way to go on that one. So I get up every morning and exercise with my cup of coffee. But reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. Frederick Douglass, you remember, he was a slave, escaped, became a great abolitionist and a great speaker. He said, once you learn to read, you will be free forever. Think of that. If you can't read, how can you be free? In your mind, in this in this um, day and age, you really have to know how to read, don't you, on those computers. 
um, J.R. Rawlings, the woman who wrote Harry Potter, she said, if I've got a book, I have a place I can go to be happy. And that's how I feel. I don't read really, really icky books, you know, the eyeball books, but I read almost anything else. And that always makes me happy to sit down and read a book because I've moved from one place to another. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Lumpa ha- Lahiri, she's a great novelist. She said, that's what books are for, to travel without moving an inch. <laughs> that should be the theme song of our club, right? Travel without moving an inch. And I have traveled everywhere through books. I've been so fortunate to be able to read those books, to have them available, and to read those books, and to travel in my mind all the different places, into the minds of all kinds of other people. I've learned so much. So, if you can, if you can get your hand on some books, reading is good for your health, for your mental state, for your relationships. I want to give two quick shout-outs, if that's okay. One is to Luther Knight Polinsky. He's my old correspondent. We just hassle back and forth about politics. But he told me in the last letter that he's reading the classics this year. Now, I think the classics are free on the tablet. Y'all will just have to tell me. But he's going to read all the classics this year. And I think that's really excellent. It takes you away from um, social media and how everybody else thinks and how you're supposed to think like them. It, it moves you forward. And my other shout-out is to our dear friend, Dagoberto Santiago. I don't know where he is. TDC swallowed him up. He's in transit. He's been in four different units in six months. Wow. And you guys know what those those transit cells are like. Nobody's responsible for cleaning them. Nobody cares. They're filthy. And the um, guards and whatnot don't pay any attention to the people in transit because they're going to be gone someday. And the one letter I've received from um, Santiago said that they don't even have library privileges or anything. He just sits in his cell. Um, I, I just, it's just disgusting. Anyway, shout out to him. Everybody here. Santiago used to work for a whole big bunch of us here. Everybody here, Mrs. Santiago, as much as you can imagine. And I wish him and I wish Luther Knight well, because I know as soon as they can read, they're going to read because it's going to make them healthier. That's it, I think, other than keep warm. And what about your address? I get that question a lot. Well, nobody writes anymore. So that's an interesting question, Danny. Um, my address is Dr. Terry, T-E-R-R-I, LeClerc, L-E, capital C-L-E-R-C-Q, kind of tricky, um, School of Law, University of Texas, 727 East 26th Street, Austin, 78705. And, Danny, I think I mentioned last time, in one month, I used to get 100 to 150 letters that I would respond to. And last month, I got 11. And this month, I got 7. Wow. And I think it's about the strange and wondrous new mail system that TDC has put into effect. I use this word system haphazardly. Um, I, don't, I don't think anybody can write anywhere. I don't think they can figure out what's going on. And I'm... So old-fashioned, I'm not on all of those different programs. 
um, I don't really want TDC to know my um, email, frankly. <laughs> so I don't know quite. <laughs> it's true. I don't quite know how to get around that. But anyway, that's my address. If you write to me about grievances or if you write to me about books, I will write you back. Do not write to me about being a pen pal and telling me that you're 6'5 and what kind of skin you've got. I don't care. I've got enough trouble <laughs> of my own. Um, <laughs> but I am interested in readers, and I'm interested in people who have grievance issues. So well, um, that's it from Austin, Texas, and I hope God will bless each and every one of you. Thank you very much, Miss Terry. Oh. And we will see you again in six weeks, I think. Uh-huh. If I don't freeze. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I hope not. We're, we're all hoping that. <laughs> we're all hoping. Well, you need to keep exercising. You won't freeze then. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. Thank you. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, love Terry. you, too. Bye. Okay. And now we have Mr. Danny Sneed here in the house. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And um, I'm, I'm so excited to be back on the prison show. Uh, who knew that they would have a show called the prison show? Just think I about know. that. Um, a platform where people that um, can reach out to men and women behind bars. A place where I myself sat for 15 years. Some of the popular units I, I visited uh, on my tour a duty, um, Beetle One, and um, in 1989 to 91, and I remember Danny uh, when I first got there, I was on G Wing, and on G Wing that's on the south side of the, of the uh, Beetle One, and at that time Beetle One was one of the largest populated prisons in the system. Um, it was taunted to hold 5,000 men. And what was unique about Beetle One was that, um, and it was my first time, I was 28, and I found myself out there joining the military in 1982, served honorably, got out in 1986, did two years reserve. And in 1988, I found myself in court facing a felony conviction and will be sent to prison, TDC. Um, and behind all my 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 stints going to prison was substance abuse. And um, I, I like in getting out of, from the military to transition from civ- military life to civil civilian life. I wasn't aware, of, but it was a transition, and it was something that I couldn't have wrote down or told you about because I was going through it. And I remember getting out of the military when I was discharging. They gave you a bunch of pamphlets with information on it. But that's where they were, just pamphlets. And kind of like the doctor do when you go to the doctor. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They just give you pamphlets, which just goes, they they make it to the car, but that's about as far as they make it. Right. And I guess in that pamphlet, there was a lot of information for veterans that they could take advantage when they get out. But the only information I remember get out the military that I took advantage of that you could get unemployment for six months back then. I don't know if it's still same it's the same thing, but to me that was a entitlement, a benefit that they would give me six months to work find work, uh, that you could get an income 
your income won't stop once you get out the military. But um, in hindsight, um, the transition of uh, um, getting out of the military was the expectations I had. That now that I had an honorable discharge, that all these great jobs were going to be waiting for me. I'm going to work at the post office. I'm from Texarkana. I can get on at the paper mill. I can get on at Red River, Long Star. Um, all these places were going to open their doors. The only thing I had to do was put in my application, put down off as a veteran, had an honorable discharge, and I was going to get a job. Well, that didn't happen. I even applied for the post office job. I was like, I'm... I thought that was going to be a great career opportunity. That didn't happen. And so I took all my disappointments, and I didn't take them to the VA. I took them to my homeboy, Ray Ray, <laughs> which he wasn't a clinician, but he did prescribe pharmaceuticals. They weren't legal pharmaceuticals, but they did help you deal with the stress of the disappointments and all that, so. And that's just a, a nice way to say how I dealt with it, you know, just self-medicating. And you don't know once you start self-medicating that it does temporarily um, give the illusion that the problem is going away, but the problem is still there. It's just the illusion that's not going there. And through that um, journey, um, it led me to farther and farther down the road of substance abuse which opens up the door to being involved in the criminal justice system. And so I found myself on that great unit, Beat 01, on G-Wing. And you know what? And I, I would like to say all the negative things about prison, but you know what I did in prison? The, uh, when I got on my uh, pod, I went down to the day room, and guess what the guys were playing? What? M Monopoly. Monopoly. They were playing Monopoly. <laughs> I was like, where did y'all get Monopoly from? And a guy that said, we made the board. <laughs> this, these guys, I mean, it looked almost like the original board. The only thing they didn't have was dice because you couldn't have dice. Nice. And, um, and I, I kind of had um, uh, a surreal journey when I first went to prison. I really couldn't accept that I was there, but I was there. It was like in the military, we get sent to a different unit or different duty station. You arrive there, you meet new people, it's new expectations, you don't know where they're going to sign you. So when I got there, it's just a bunch of men, a big building. So I wasn't afraid because my military background. And um, it was, uh, and prisons are set up in a paramilitary uh, type of way. They have uh, the guards are sergeants, captains, lieutenants. So I guess what I'm saying is for veterans that end up incarcerated, that discipline, how they make you make your bed, walk on the side of the line, it's not that difficult of a transition to adapt to the structure prison. We have a child hall. We have a mess hall. You have to, you know, so all that was didn't um, shock me. And I sure wasn't afraid of the violence. Uh, then, as a matter of fact, I embraced it. I looked for it. And the reason why I think I kind of embraced the violence was I was so angry at myself for being put in this situation 
at 28, here I am, I find myself. And in the, and I think it was the way I dealt with my fear of being in prison. So, you know, they say a bullfrog, he only croaks because he hopes he make all that noise that are, are, are frightened away predators. So sometimes when you make a lot of noise and you beat your chest and, oh, I'm bad, it's really a defense mechanism. And I'm not saying that consciously I did that, but I made a lot of noise. When I got there, I made so much noise on Beat One. I went from G Wayne to U Wayne. And that's um, going from uh, minimum custody to close custody. Oh, it changed down there. Because now you're with the savages. <laughs> <laughs> the savages. <laughs> There's no monopoly <laughs> on close custody. <laughs> But so so the guys listening know that you know so in for some reason I treated my first time in prison like being at the county fair, and the reason I said it is like I want to ride everything, and I don't want to just ride the kitty rides, I want to ride the dangerous rides, and so my first time in prison like being down on the on the south side, these guys were had good jobs they were following the rules they they were just doing everything right, and on the north side. You could just hear the noise down there. It was quiet on the south side. And down the hall, you could just hear, like, chaos. And, ah, I wanted to get down there. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, because that's what I say. Let's go make some noise when we go up against TDC. Right, right. And so um, that was my first time. And I will go back again to the county fair. Yeah, I would go back, and I think the second time I'll end up on um, um, Burning Hill in Missouri County. I know I'm probably running out of time. No. Um, and uh, I will go from Burning Hill to McConnell, and McConnell was a dangerous unit. Oh, wasn't no monopoly there. <laughs> McConnell was a very, very dangerous unit. It was so dangerous, and I'm I'm not embellishing this. Penthouse did a. a cover and they call McConnell the most dangerous prison in the world and I, I got and I didn't I didn't order pin out something I got it from this guy I'm looking at this article and I'm like I'm looking at the cover I'm like this is where I'm at this is where I live how do we become the most dangerous prison not in the state not in the country in the world and the reason why we got labeled that we were averaging losing two inmates a month to violence because of the gang wars on McConnell. What year was this? So I was there from, I got out in 2002. So I went there like in 1993. And I think I left like in 2001, something like that. 1995. I think I went in 1995 from Clemens because I went there for trade, trade school, major appliance. That's where the trade was. But, man, Beeville, oh, my God. Beeville is a place where Nagel, the guard, was killed. Oh, yes. where. And the guy that killed him, I, I was there on the tank 
in the pod when all that went on. And I won't tell the story because I was too closely related to what was going on in real time. We told that story a few years ago when a reporter was here. But um, but as a veteran incarcerated, it was different because I didn't know I wasn't aware that there were benefits for veterans. Maybe back if I could pay the take back, and when I got out and I started having the struggle, I I didn't ever go to the VA. Remember, I went to Ray Ray. Yeah. And so my point is, at the time I want to take to talk to you guys is that if you never use your VA benefits, if you never walk into a VA hospital, because I didn't until I was almost 30, I just wasn't aware that there were benefits for veterans. And one of the greatest benefits for veterans here in the state of Texas and here in the county of Houston is the Housing First program. Just imagine getting out of prison and you don't have a, a place to parole to. But you're a veteran and you heard a veteran tell you on the air that they have a Housing First program that no matter what your income or what your background is, they're going to temporarily house you until they can find you permanent housing. And your rent is only going to be based on how much money you have. So if you have zero income, guess how much your rent's going to be? Zero. Zero. But they're not going to want you to stay at zero because you're not going to want to stay at zero, right? So until you move up and get a job, you're going to be eligible for SNAP benefits. What is SNAP benefits? Mm, Old school food stamps. So the people with the least are eligible for the most. And veterans' entitlement comes with you serve your country. And one of the last messages I want, say if you didn't serve a full term and you didn't get an honorable discharge, say you just served a week or a month or a year. Well, now they open the doors for humanitarian services, meaning that even if you didn't serve, but you joined, and for whatever reason you didn't make it through boot camp, they're housing those guys now. So, guys, um, again, just um, hang in there. Uh, I was looking at the numbers of how many people are incarcerated. You got about 11,000 veterans incarcerated in Texas. And I'm pretty sure 95% of you guys are going to get out. And if you come to Harris County, head to your local VA. Uh, drop this number down. Uh, benefits for incarcerated veterans, 877-414-8345. Cause I know y'all got phones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw them under the bus like that. <laughs> Did I just dry snitch? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even need a snitch sixty. <laughs> I was I was fixing a roll. <laughs> Yeah, just say, look, say, look, man, I just need to use the phone. Just make one phone call. I'm going to give it back to you. I got four soups and a Mac. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we appreciate you, Danny. And we're going to head on over to, uh, I thought it was fancy. It is fancy. Why are you calling her Fran something? (laughs) She don't know how to spell it. Wait, before we go on to her... Was his name Ray Ray? Ray Ray. Oh, okay. 
I, ha- I had to ask, was his name really Ray Ray? <laughs> no, he just, it rhymes with VA. <laughs> I sure do miss Ray Ray. <laughs> Y'all are wrong. <laughs> Y'all need to get up on <laughs> All right. Fancy on line one. Hi. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Um, this is actually my first time on the radio, so having a new experience. Oh well, welcome, welcome. You should have been you should have been able to come to the studio, so we could have had you right here in the thick of things. Well, actually, I'm currently in Michigan right now. I'm a third year law student, and so I'm uh, getting ready to finish up. And hopefully we'll be coming back down to Houston. Um, but yeah, it's here um, tonight. I'm here to report for the Texas uh, Death Penalty Abolition Movement um, that I'm a member of. Well, that sounds great. And you go ahead with your report. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, the big things for us is that Eugene Broxton's hearing is coming up, and it's going to be in Houston, Texas on January 16th at 1 p.m., and then there will be a second hearing on January 17th at 10 p.m., and if necessary, it'll go to a third day, um, January 18th. Um, So we are um, asking for supporters to come out um, and support and attend this hearing. Um, You know, this is going to be held in, you know, Harris County, um, at the 1201 Franklin Street Courthouse um, with Judge Brian Warren of the uh, 209th District Court. So if people can come out to support that, um, that would be really great. Um, the other thing um, on our agenda, we were going to be a part of the Martin Luther King Junior Day Parade uh, this coming Monday, January 15th. But the abolition movement has decided uh, not to participate because of weather concerns. Um, as we know, that freeze is coming down there. So uh, they won't be in the parade um, this year. Um, but that is something uh, that we're usually involved with as well. Yeah. Um, the other two. Yeah, the weather's Sorry, supposed to be kind of uh, cold. Mm-hmm. Like Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> like Michigan. You should be, you should know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. The snow's actually falling right now. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to, we're going to be hunkered down. Um, so, yeah, the next thing we have is that uh, there are two executions scheduled. Um, one on February 28th for Ivan Cantu. Um, so, you know, looking for any ways that we can, um, you know, stop that, um, protest that. And then the second execution scheduled is for March 13th uh, for James Harris. Um, and so we're also looking for ways to um, mobilize to stop these executions um, and just call attention to it as well. Um, the next thing on our list is the movement is conducting some research committees because we want to study and document our reasons for opposing executions and death row conditions. So we're looking for support with these um, research committees, anyone who's willing 
to help, you know, um, collect data um, that we can then use, um, either presenting this, you know, uh, to legislators, you know, other policymakers, um, people in the community um, to really show why we oppose these executions. Um, so those committees are, um, we have an innocence committee, uh, the law of parties. We have a PTSD committee, you know, looking um, at veterans, um, and no execution for uh, people 21 and under. We have one for uh, mental disabilities slash developmental disorders, um, and then one for solitary confinement. So those are like the six kind of umbrella committees we sort of identified now. Um, so if anyone is interested in helping, um, again, document, do research, and collect some data for those committees, please, you know, reach out to us. Um, and we're also, you know, looking for outreach committees as well. Um, and our three focus areas there are campuses, um, for example, we have students at the Sam Houston University who are starting a chapter um, of the uh, Texas Death Penalty Abolition Movement. Um, our second committee would be to connect with, like, churches, other religious institutions, and then third, to speak with other organizations that are doing um, some of this work as well. Um, so those are all the outreach and research committees. Um, and again, if anyone is interested in helping with those, uh, please reach out to us. Um, the next thing we have coming up this year will be the 25th annual march to abolish the death penalty. And so that will be later in the year, and we'll have some more details to come on that. But just wanted to get it out there um, on your radar now. Um, so please, um, you know, uh, to everyone listening, if you want to get involved, um, you can find us on Facebook. Um, again, it is the Texas Death Penalty Abolition Movement. Um, and, you know, I just want to uh, give out, you know, solidarity um, and support to everyone, um, all of our um, incarcerated brothers and sisters. You know, we love you and we're fighting for you. So um, thank you for letting me be a part of this today. How long have you been a part of it? Of the uh, I, Glorious group. So I've been a part of Glorious group since uh, probably around 2018, 2019. Um, we just met th through, you know, organic protests, you know, um, out in the streets. And I got connected. And actually, because of my involvement, that was part of what inspired me to go to law school. Um, so I have a lot to thank um, this movement for. And I'm hoping that, you know, as an attorney, I can, you know, come back and give back to this movement um, as a lawyer and support. And we will welcome you for sure. <laughs> we, need, we, we need all the help we can get, but we also need all the attorneys we can get too. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes, I, I know you feel me. You feel me, right? <laughs> well, yes, definitely. Well, we wish you good luck. Uh, with your law school, Linda just made an abrupt appearance. <laughs> we wish you uh, good luck, and we hope that you can yeah. be on the show. Come down here real soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Have a great weekend, yeah. and stay warm. Thank you. Same to you. Talk to you all soon. Okay. Bye-bye. 
Okay, now I know what time it is. It is time for the Death Row Angels. Um, so I had to um, bring up this before we start. Um, one, An incarcerated man was murdered at the Clemens unit. And he was serving time for spitting on a police officer. He was he he literally spat on a police officer yes. and he did time and now they murdered he was murdered inside the prison. And when I saw this, I and he looks he looks so sweet because honestly that's probably something yeah. I would do is spit on you know, when I get really people that know me when I'm on the phone with them like I was driving and I was on the phone with Rex and <laughs> rolled down my window. Get out of that <laughs> He's like, You're in Houston, Danny. You're gonna get you're gonna get shot. That's what's I gonna happen it. to you. <laughs> anyway, um it stupid like he was in prison for this. That it just blows me away that you can I could see getting jail time for that, but not prison. Yeah, prison. I mean, really? And, I mean, you know, that that's all. And, of course, I had to go look it up because I said there ain't no way that he was. No, it's true. He was only in there for because um, he spit on a police officer. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, good evening, everyone on Texas Death Row and everyone else listening because I know my biggest fan is out there listening <laughs> my biggest fan is listening and it's still miss danny allen miss <laughs> like i said before i and we got another letter tonight from someone calling me mrs <sighs> i spent david's like don't point that at me i spent a lot of money to get rid of that r from thought, my name. I thought they called you Danielle. Dan- no, Linda got the letter. Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Daniel. Miss Daniel. Mrs. Daniel. Daniel. I'm like, <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, she just left. She, <laughs> she just left. Saw her walking down the street. Um, so right now, Texas has two executions scheduled. According to the TDCJ website, get your phones out because now is the time, or get your pens out. I'm not going to say what Danny said. Get your pens out and write these numbers down, 512-463-2000 or 512-463-1782. Tell them, tell the governor you oppose the death penalty and all executions. We might even invite him to join. I had to leave this in from last week, last time. The new conservative organization against the death penalty. We could do that. Invite him to do that. Join that. Start calling those DAs also. So if you oppose the death penalty and you haven't been doing your part, start doing your part. And Jeff Pribble, who's on death row, um, his case has taught me to really go at, tweet those people, tweet the governor, tweet everyone, Kelly Sickler, tweet her. 
Ivan Cantu is scheduled for February 28th and James Harris for March the 13th. Now, as my friend Moy says, here's the news you can use. And if you would like a copy of any of this, please let Linda or I know. James Broadnax, you were scheduled for conference on January 5th coming out of the CCA, but they have rescheduled you for a date to be announced. Dylan Compton, on January 8th, the Supreme Court updated your conference date to January 12th coming out of the CCA, Aureli Escobar. On December 19th, you were docketed at the Supreme Court coming out of the CCA. Gustavo Sandoval, on January 4th, Texas submitted their brief in opposition to yours at the Supreme Court coming out of the CCA. Rodolfo Madrano, on January 8th, the state submitted their brief at the Supreme Court. Travis Green, you have been docketed at the Supreme Court coming out of the Fifth Circuit on January 10th. Your petition was filed on January 8th. Tomas Gallo. Remember when I said Gallo? Yeah. <laughs> you filed a status report at the district court on December 29th. Cedric Ricks, you were docketed at the Fifth Circuit on December 18th. Eric Williams, on January 2nd, the state filed a motion to limit the scope of evidentiary hearing at the district court. Then Judge Gobby denied this motion on January 4th, and on January 9th, you filed a motion for reconsideration. Carlos Ayestas, on January 2nd, a notice of ongoing discovery efforts was filed at the district court. Willie Washington, on January 4th, a status conference was set for January 19th at 9.30 a.m. by video before Judge Hanks. Amos Wells, on January 5th, Judge O'Connor denied your motion to alter or amend a COA. Larry Hatton, on January 8th, you filed a motion for reconsideration of a motion from conflicting habeas corpus writs between state and federal court in a motion to reconfigure all at the district court. Obel Cruz Garcia, on January 8th, the state filed a response in opposition to your opposed motion to alter judgment at the district court. Jason De La Sarda, on January 10th, you filed an amended petition for writ of habeas corpus at the district court in Bartholomew Granger. On January 12th, a notice of appeal hit your district court docket. And I think, I think Miss Linda has some stuff left over from uh, Miss uh, Manuela. Manuela, yes. Yes. Okay, this is the memories of um, guys that have been executed. Number 568, John Gardner, January 15th. Number 291, John Batazar, January 15th. Number five. Oh, I was looking for the year. Skill and Doyle. Oh, January 16th, 1985. Number 258, Arnold Jamar, Jamar, April 16th, 2002. Number 87, Mario Marquet, January 17th, 1995. Number 381, Jonathan Moore. 
January 17, 2007. Number 204, Spencer Goodman, January 18, 2000. Number 241, Alvin Goodwin, Godwin, um, January 18, 2007. Number 546, Anthony Shore, my buddy, <laughs> January 18, 2018. And I've got a, a poem, too, by Troy Glover, and it's, it's called Trust in You. You did not create me to worry. You did not create me to fear. But you created me to worship daily, so I'm going to leave it all right here. My hands are raised because I surrender. Your will is what's best for me. I worship you because you're Jehovah Jireh. I bow before the King of Kings. No more crying, no more complaining. I believe your word is true. Lord, you promised never to leave me lonely, so this is what I'm going to do. I will trust in you, Lord. I will trust in you, Lord. I will put my trust in you. That's very nice, Troy. Yes, very nice, Troy. Thank you very much. And uh, we did get your um, letters tonight. Um, here mm-hmm. at the or David got them, and he brought them for us. And uh, we will both answer you because we thought we actually thought we did. So mm-hmm. um, we will be. <laughs> yeah, we're like. Uh, we thought we did, and we apologize. So we'll be adding you to our list to yes. um, to uh, answer you. We apologize for that. Well, I know I wrote Troy, but I think it's probably still, you know, I probably forgot to send it. I don't know. I get so busy with all yeah. this stuff. I don't know. I go back and look at my e-messages. And I know a lot of you have heard about the um, Alabama um execution for the nation's first with nitrogen gas and the federal judge says that it can move forward of course they have an appeal uh, planned so he is planning to appeal Uh, his execution is scheduled for january the 25th so um just keep him, um, remember, we're going to be calling, Lena and I will be calling. It's for Kevin Eugene Smith, and it's out of Alabama. So please, if you are if you oppose the death penalty, um, ask your, your people to call the governor of Alabama. There's a petition up on um, Abe's site, uh, Death Penalty Action. Uh, and you can go on there and sign the petition. He he has um, a lot of petitions on there for um, everyone in Texas, um, even um, men that have received stays, and right. there's still he still has those petitions up. So um, and just remember to uh, keep that in mind. Um, his execution is scheduled for January the 25th, and Michigan, Michigan has to pay out $1.75 million to an innocent man after 35 years in prison. 35 years in prison. Wow. Lewis Wright, he was released in November after DNA tests ruled him out. So, uh... Now Michigan has to pay 1.75 million. 
there was a um, a gentleman on what's the name of that? Um, you know, it's not um, The Voice. It's uh, America's Got Talent. A few years ago, he came out of Louisiana's prison system, and he was innocent. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good. <coughs> Lynn Hill. Sorry, guys, I've got a terrible cough and cold, and I don't know what I've got. Yeah. I've had it for two weeks, and I can't get rid of it. Yeah, poor poor Linda's been coughing, <laughs> coughing up a storm. <laughs> Telling you. And I think there was, did we have something else? Oh, everyone, everyone. We have been on the phone this week. Brittany, everyone knows I am Brittany's, one of Brittany's biggest fans. She has organized this um, chat with quite a few people on uh, Messenger. To- Support for KPFT and the prison show is provided. Okay, David. <laughs> okay, who did that? That was David. That was David. That was David. But support for the prison show is provided by. Yeah, I know it is provided by. <laughs> Just getting ready. Sorry about that. I think he tried to shut you up, Danny. I know. What the hell? I know. Oh, you got three minutes. Two and a half. Uh, oh, yeah. After you interrupt me. Get me off my game. Anyway, everyone knows I'm Brittany's biggest fan. She has a messenger group set up. And when she gets these letters from people, if she gets more than one letter, or if she just, you know, if it's the same consistent uh, complaint over and over again, she gets on the horn and lets us know what's going on. So we all pick up the phone and start calling. Um uh, several of the units, one, um, Ellis in particular, Ramsey also, they had the windows broken out. Of course, they break out the windows because during the summer it's so hot. So now they have to go in and repair the windows because it's going to be so cold. So we were making those phone calls because it still hadn't happened. They said it happened today. I saw it in the uh, Facebook. Yes, yes. It happened today yeah. on Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they had a... Um, Whenever I was on Cofield, they waited till it snowed and the snow came in. Yeah. You see, and... It was punishment. <laughs> of course. And so if you... We wanted to make sure you had blankets and coats and the windows were all... And the heat was on because several of the units didn't have the heat on. Cofield doesn't have the heat on. Uh, we I know that, and they're not, they're not, you know, really as in, old as that unit is. Them heater probably don't work. <laughs> probably not, but at least we're. Um, and the women's unit had um, an issue with tampons, which is a basic human uh, necessity. It's a human yes. necessity. Uh, they were having, so we got on the phone with that. Uh, so it, you know, if, if you have Brittany's address, definitely let her know. She always says she needs grievances from three different people, three different people file. So if you mass grieve, it's always better for us to come in and do some advocate advocating for you. We just have to, if it's just one grievance, it's kind of hard for 
um, us to prove to them that, hey, something is going on Huntsville at this unit or this unit. I got my pink ball and I'm shaking. I'll get another picture next week. I'm sure you will. <laughs> you ready for some Texas justice? I'm always ready for Texas justice.
You're listening to KPFT Houston. Well, shoot. Cohen Parole Law Team. For almost 40 years, support for KPFT and the Prison Show is provided by the Cohen Parole Law Team. For almost 40 years, Gary Cohen has helped to represent incarcerated individuals throughout Texas, obtain parole and fight parole revocations. We protect those who have fallen short of perfection from the wrath of those who believe they have attained it. More information about Gary Cohen and his associates, Alan Bennett and Gene Anthus, can be found on their website, at parolelaw.com. You may also contact them at 512-476-6201. I owe Gary a big apology. I've messed that up twice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Oh, well. At least I can't get blamed for it. I get blamed for everything. I, I pushed the auxiliary button instead of the clip player, and it was just buzzing. It was playing. I could hear it buzzing, but it wasn't going over there. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, for your loved one to hear your voice, call 713-526-5738. Option number two. And... I say this because David just put a fantastic photo of me, an incredible photo of me on the prison show's Facebook. Yes, indeed. It looks... Looks like she's fixing to beat me up with that little <laughs> pom-pom. <laughs> she's been threatening me with that thing for about three weeks, so I figured y'all need it. Y'all need to call. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Julie is on line one. Yes, I want. This is Julie. I wanted to holler at my sweetheart at the Michael unit. His name is Tommy Ray Tig, and uh, I wanted to say hi and hope you're staying warm. And uh, and uh, especially with this Antarctic weather coming in. And I wanted to let you know I love you and miss you. And I know a couple of times you you hadn't you missed my uh, call in, so I hope you're listening. And uh, and I hope you're listening tonight. Uh, I love you and miss you. And I hope you're uh, home soon. Love you. So. You have a you y'all have a good night. You too, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Uh, you too. Thank you. Bye bye. And now we have Anjanette. Hey, Anjanette. Hi, Linda. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you doing, Danny? Fabulous. How are you? In this yes. cold weather? I know. I just got home. So I'm turning on the heater and I'm going to go to sleep because I'm t- I'm very tired. So I'm doing good, though. Thank you. That's good. 
I want to send a shout out to my love, Big Will at the Polanski Unit on Life Row. Hi, my love. I miss you so very much. It's been a hectic, hectic, hectic day, so I'm sorry that we didn't get to talk much. And I don't know about anyone else, but the phones, they have not been working, so I don't know what's going on with that. But um, tomorrow is Saturday, and tomorrow is our day because I get to see you tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um, Know that I'm thinking about you, and I'm loving you, and I'm missing you. 9,000 right now, baby. I love you so very much, and I am looking forward to the rest of my life with you, 2024. Um. I did send Amy the picture. She was very happy about that. And um, I made it home safe, obviously. So just wanted to give you this quick shout-out. And I also want to give a shout-out to the guys, some of the guys on my pro. First, Blaine. Hi, Blaine. I got your messages. I'm going to try my best to reply, but I'm, like, super tired. But I got you. Um, Bubba, hola, Beto. I hope all is well. Mark, Woody, Eric, Debo, and, of course, Kangaroo. Um, And also very special shout-out to the Fat Swag crew on the Polinsky unit. God bless you guys. Know that we'll is um, definitely thinking about all you guys and uh, sends big, big hugs. Much love. Um, praying for all you guys. God bless you, my love. Have a good night. Think about me. Um, and good night, Danny, Linda, David, everyone at the prison show. Thank you guys so much for all that you do. And, of course, you already know what it is, hug life, his life. Y'all have a good night and prepare, brace ourselves for this um, Arctic freeze that's going to be here Sunday, I think, Sunday or Monday, I don't know, but definitely, you guys be careful. Well, thank you. We sure plan yeah, to be careful. Plan to be careful. You yeah. too. You All too. Right. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye. You too. Okay, now we're going to get on to um, another caller. But real quick, on our Facebook, we have uh, Tamika Jones-Montley. She is the mother of the correctional officer that was killed at the Wainwright unit. She is on our feed right now, and she is... um, saying Brian Collier and their failed policy is how they keep allowing these tragedies to happen and get away with it. And yes, we agree. I agree. Yes, I agree too. (laughs) And now Annalisa. Hello, it's Annalisa. A late happy new year to everyone. And uh, to my friend, hello Isidro, happy new year. I hope you are well, hope you had a good day. I know you are busy with your artwork and I look forward to seeing your paintings. I am well, 
busy between the work and uh, packing my stuff for moving and not very much time for anything else at the moment. Here is very, very cold, but at least it's not raining. It rained a lot for Christmas. I hope it's not cold over there. I send you my warmest wishes and big, big hugs. Take care, my friend, and know that I always think of you. Bye. Take care, everyone, and uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Bye. Well, Happy New Year to you, too. And boy, do I wish I could talk like her. <laughs> she sounds so sweet. She does. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Now we have Carmela on line three. Good evening, Prison Show. I'd like to say two hellos. The first one to Marcus Mullen in uh, Montgomery County Jail. Hi, Marcus. I hope you're doing all right. I am thinking about you and hoping that all is well with you and um, your, your um, um, excuse me, your case. Um I just wanted to say hi and let you know that you're not forgotten and uh, hope you have a good new year and please, please stay warm. Uh, we're getting ready to have an Arctic blast. So welcome to Houston weather. Um, and my second uh, hello is to my nephew. Um, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Um. Oh my gosh! Is it Bradley? Aiken? Is it Bradley Aiken? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Bradley Leland Aiken. <laughs> somewhere in the TDCJ system. I don't know where he is. I uh, hope to get the courage enough to call and speak to his mother, your mother, tomorrow uh, to find out what's going on with you. Uh, just want to let you know that you're loved. And you are thought of. You're not forgotten. Um, I just hope everything is as well as could be for you, um, wherever you are. Uh, please stay warm and safe. And uh, please do what you need to do to get your case moving forward. And just want to let you know that I love you and I hope you... Have a good new year. I know it's tough. I'm sure it's tough where you are. I don't know, but um, I have been briefly incarcerated in a city jail, but nothing compared to, I'm sure, what you're going through. So please keep your head up. Keep your mouth closed. I know it's hard to do that being an Aiken, but please. And just let you know that you are loved, and I'm keeping you in my thoughts and prayers. And I hope to reconnect with you soon. Okay, I love you, and good night. Stay warm. And to all of the incarcerated um, people, please stay warm and safe. Thank you, Prison Show, for all you do. And likewise to you, staff. Stay warm and safe on the road tonight. I hope Mr. J. 
David, I think his name is, is not on the bike tonight. But if he is, I hope you're bundled up. Thank you, Prisma Show. Take care. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. You too, Carmela. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Okay, now we have Eva Marie. Good evening. This is Eva Maria from Germany. I would like to greet my pen friend Rodolfo Medrano and not just his fellow inmates from Polanski unit, but today I would especially like to greet those who don't have friends or family outside bars and who may feel forgotten from the outside world. I don't know your names or your faces, but I pray for you and I especially pray for you, those who feel lonely and are craving for contact. I wrote a song for you and uh, Rodolfo told me once that he liked a passage from the letter from Paul to the Romans that nothing may separate us from the love of God. I found this very inspiring and I put a German song and this English text together. If you don't like Christian songs, feel free to switch off and maybe this gives you a little bit of hope. Greetings from Germany. I am convinced neither death nor life nor angels or kings nor powers, things present or to come, nor height nor depth nor any creature that may exist shall be able to separate us from love. The love of God which is in Jesus, our Lord will see you through. Not the thickest walls can stop his love for me and you. He is Christ who died and who is risen again. He who suffered, he knows your pain. The love of God which is in Jesus, our Lord will see you through. Not the thickest walls can stop his love for me and you. He is Christ who loves and who shall come again. And he who suffered will end your pain. I, you know what? That was that was awesome. That was beautiful. It was very beautiful. Very beautiful. Um, she's starting to call every week, and at least every other week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She didn't do it last week, but she did the week before that, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she on January fifth, she said that they still sing Christmas carols until the sixth. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, we we loved it. I still have my Christmas tree up. You remember the, we used to have a lady that would call and then like there would be a group behind her and they would all be singing and maybe she, blowing a horn. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. yeah I do. It's been a long time. Yeah. But. yeah. Someone else called and played the piano. Well, Annalisa does every now and then, right? She does? Seems like she did. I don't. I yeah, I have to go back and look at some of the. So, if you have pen pals that would like to call 
and do what Eva Marie did. She, I, you know what? I don't think I would have the courage to do that. As long as it's not a copyrighted song, though. Some oh, yeah. some of the ladies try and sing songs that are copyrighted, and that gets us booted off of Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All of a sudden, I wake up and I have all these messages. <laughs> it's like uh, David. <laughs> All right, now we have uh, Caitlin. It's a shout out for Bethel Garza in Polonsky. Hey, boo, how are you? I hope that you're in good health and spirits and that there's a smile on your handsome face. As for me, all is good. I'm not too long in from work, but yeah, it was a pretty short day. So, yeah, but it was good. Um... Daytona is here beside me. She says, woof. Um, yeah, it's pretty cold out, but it's not too bad, I suppose. At least it's not raining, which is the main thing. Um, yeah, Buddy is doing good. And yeah, everything else is pretty much the same. I'm going to write you later on this evening. And yeah, know that you're in my heart, thoughts and prayers. So good night, sweet dreams, and stay safe. And for everybody at the prison show, a big, big thank you for making this happen. She's always so sweet. She is. And I could hear Daytona in the yeah. background. <laughs> so cute. Now we have Lydia, line one. Hi there, Danny, Linda, Dave. How are you, How are you Miss Lydia? We're doing good. We're doing good. Getting well there. Yep. Este, I want to wish a happy belated birthday to Louis Perez. Or I should say Perez. Um, just uh, wishing you many, many, many more years, Louis. Um, and also, I will send you that item for that straight edge uh, as soon as I have it. As soon as I get it. uh I'll send you the item number so you can have it, okay? And um, thank you for your email that you sent me, your message. I really enjoyed hearing from you. Um, and also thanks to the for the beautiful uh, Get Well cards. Um, they were really nice. Okay, and I want to say hi to my son. And... Uh, that I hope he feels better too, and um, that I love him very much, and I miss him. I I miss uh, my son very much. Okay, um, I want to send my saludos to all the guys, to William Spear, Big Lou, Rudy, Juan, Eric, Blaine. Moises, Roderick, Ivan. Um, I just want to send my greetings your way and a strong, warm hug. Okay? You all keep warm. And I really enjoyed, uh, Danny, I really enjoyed uh, the music that's young lady, the, the song she sang. Yes. It's really inspiring. Yes, and, and and like you said, I want the voice to that other young lady too. <laughs> uh, yes, 
All right. She had a sweet voice. She does. Yeah. She does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people have, have, have that voice, yeah. We don't. Okay. We don't. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. Nope, not me. Um, but I want to thank you all. You all take care up there, Danny, with all this weather going on. You guys keep warm. We're going to get cold here, but not as cold as you guys up there. Uh, I think the lowest we're going to go probably is 35 on Monday, Monday night, hopefully. I know. I'm not looking forward uh, to it. No, I know. No, I know. It's really cold. But uh, you all take care. Love you guys. Strong hug. And good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Have a great weekend. You too. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And now we have Shirley on line four. Hi, everyone. Hi, Miss Shirley. How are all y'all doing? doing? We're doing good. That's good. I was just going to call and do a shout-out to Blaine. Cause, uh, he said he might hear it, and he might not. So I said, okay, if you hear it, that's good. If you don't, then I'll talk for nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I... I just want to call him, give him a shout out, and tell him I love him. And I finally got the name, uh, uh, Big Will, Eric, Beto, Mark, Mo, Moe? <laughs> Moe. Mo, I guess. Moe. M O I. Yeah. <laughs> Moe? Yeah, he'll know who he is. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I said Mark. I don't know. But anyway, I wanted to shout out to them, too. I, I like to do shout outs to everybody in there. I don't know everybody's name, but those are my special shout outs to everybody. And y'all try to stay warm as you can. I know it's probably hard to do, but just try to. And, uh, yeah, we're supposed to get down in twenties tonight. So you might want to keep your faucets leaking, dripping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one bright. So um, y'all be careful going home, and I will talk to y'all later. Love you, Blaine. All right, and. I just got a news flash that they have one of the pods on Polunsky general population locked down um, on, for quarantine for COVID. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're like, uh, and I was just there yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Linda caused it. She was, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Please don't take me serious. I can't, I, I am very sarcastic by nature and people take me serious. <laughs> you can't. We're going to have to get you a filter. I know. I, I'll meet her in the parking lot after a while. <laughs> Catch me outside. Uh, <laughs> All right. Now, Mike Lewis. Hello, everybody. This is Mysterious Mike doing his shout outs for the prison show for this week. Uh, try to stay warm out there because we got an ice storm coming in. 
And I'd like to do shout-outs to the guys of Texas, Guy Alexander, Jamie Cuppett, Stephen Russell, Stephen McGee. Shout-out for Philip, uh, Philip Perez. Lucy and Michelle want me to do a shout-out for Paul. Shout-out for Yovan. Shout-out for Oz. Shout-out for uh, Matt. Shout-out for Thomas. Shout-out for K Money, Keith Money. Shout-out for uh, Haas. Shout-out, uh, Tasha wants me to do a shout-out for uh, Payday. Shout-out to Edward Ruiz, Adam Wilkerson. Shout-out to Bill R. Sims. Special shout-out to Clarence Lee Bowman. Shout-out to Raymond Lee Cart. And you can continue to write in care of mysterious Mike Lewis in care of David Collingsworth. And I'll be turning the big, big 6-2 on January the 18th. And now back to the prison show. Okay, what's the prison show's address, you ask? Because Mike always says that and never gives it. But I'm here to give it to you. It is 226 Chipmunk Trail. 226 Chipmunk Trail, Shepherd, America, 77371. Again, 77371. And that is the prison show's official address now we have manuela on line two hey manuela um hi linda how you doing i'm doing great i'm doing great too so now i want to make my shout out to my sweet and precious husband robert robertson hey baby I do hope and pray that you are all right and feel good. <clears throat> I'm a little bit sick still, but much better than before. I miss you, and I love you with all my heart, baby. And I wish that I could be there with you. My love, um, I want you to know that I'm always thinking of you. And I never stop loving you. You are the great, big, big ruler of my life. And you always will be. I try to come back as soon as possible. And I want to be with you, baby, for the rest of my life. And I never want to lose you, baby. I can't imagine my life without you. You are the best whatever could happen to me. Please keep warm and take care of yourself because I do need you. I will call back the next week, but be willing. Good night, baby. Sweet and perfect dreams for you. You are my life and my world. Good night. Thank you, guys. Hope you feel better. I hope to. <laughs> My voice is gone. Thank you. Good night. Bye bye. Good night. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Now let's get Nadine because she is in France. Hey, Nadine. Yes, dear Danny. But I will never take you seriously, Danny. <laughs> I love you so much, but you you always say pranks and you know now the COVID no 
No, I guess. <laughs> oh my God, Danny. <laughs> Thank you. I need information. I will have in the okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I want to send a shout to Hank Lee in the Polovsky. But I think you without uh, yeah without I don't know what's happened there. Anyway, I pray pray for Tuesday I get to life and I know I will be able to see you all. Just know so proud to be your wife. Love you more and more each single day. I keep working and I know that it's on your wall. The snow is hovering here. My love, I wish you good luck. Uh, no, wish us good luck. Prayers to all my friends. I want to uh, to thank you, Kenneth, for, for your letter, and I will do the best. You know that, right? Uh, a big thank to all of you at the radio station. Uh, I hope, Miss Lee, you will get well, soon. I oh, love I'm, you all. I'm better. I'm a lot better. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda, to bear with us on the, on Tuesday. I know. I will see you. I cannot say hello, but... I'll be there to represent uh, you. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. Uh, uh, this is Gloria. I want to do a shout out. Oh, go ahead, Gloria. Sorry, yeah, uh, there was a mishap with the phone. <laughs> so go oh, ahead. A mishap with the phones or the staff? <laughs> it's David's fault. Um, <laughs> blame it on David. I wish Linda was in here. We'd blame it on her. I know. They're probably going to blame it on me anyway. <laughs> Oh, well. There was a mishap. Okay, let me turn Nadine down. Oh, is Nadine Salon? No. Oh. No, she was talking about her radio in the background. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Gloria. Oh, oh, I'm on the air. You are on okay. the air. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, well, I wanted to tell all my friends on death row hello. I hope y'all are warmer than I am. I've been freezing my butt off all day. I, I went on a 12-hour birding trip today, and the wind just kicked our butts all day. It was, I, I almost fell down, and I'm not that light. <laughs> anyway, so I hope, I hope everybody that's listening who's incarcerated, well, and who's not, I hope we're all warm, um, I wanted to say, give a shout-out to Nana Williams at the Ramsey Unit. Uh, I'm glad to hear from you, and I am looking forward to meeting your wife. Won't be long. Um, let's see. Kenneth Foster. I Let me know if you got the calendar I sent. I must have... Thought I sent it earlier and was dr and dreamt it or something, but I did actually just order it last week. So hopefully you'll get it soon. Um, 
Rob Will, keep in touch. Hello, stay warm. Uh, Anthony Haynes. Um, I think you had a birthday this or you're getting ready to have a birthday next week, next weekend. Anyway, happy birthday. Uh, Eugene Broxton. Um, I think Nadine said you weren't actually going to come to Harris County for your hearing. Um, because they didn't, God, the Harris County Jail is worse than Polanski. It's amazing the levels of crime that go on with these institutions. Anyway, Eugene, we hope everything goes well next week for your hearing. Uh, Eric, Kathy, I got your message, and we need to talk um, so I can get some more information. Uh, you said you're being retaliated against because of your Native American ancestry, but uh, you didn't say how or who's doing it or what they're doing. So we need to talk about that further. Um, Big White, um, thank you for the card. You are so sweet. I appreciate it. Um, Thomas miller I haven't called to make a visit because... I'm I'm not positive that they that your list is all set. I guess I just need to get my butt on the phone and call them. Uh, but I look forward to seeing you. It's been quite a while. I think last time I saw you was in the Dallas County Jail. And I think that was before you left death row. Anyway, I don't Gloria, remember. Gloria, I called today to make a visit with him for Sunday, and they told uh-huh. me I'm not on his list. And... They said the last time he changed his list was June of last year. And cause okay. I, so I don't know what happened because he, he wrote me. I got an e-message from him, and he said, you're on my list. So Well, I did too. But then he also said, I'll let you know when it's final or something like that. <clears throat> so obviously it's not final. Okay. No, not, not according to the lady that I talked to today. You know, I don't know. Okay, well, then I guess we'll just wait a little longer. That's right. Uh, All righty. Jeff Woods, I wanted to say hello to you. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Robert Robertson, um, hope everything's good with you. Thanks for the e-message. And Spider, um, hope everything's going well with you. I will send you your e-com in February because I'm running out of money this month and I'm going to New York next week. In fact, I'm only going to be in town for the first day of Eugene Broxton's hearing and then the next day I'm leaving. So anyway, um, I think that's it. Um, can't remember if I said I wanted to give a shout out to Rob Will, but anyway, Rob, hey, uh, keep in touch. And Kenneth and Spider, let me know if you get your calendars that I sent. Sometimes I think I'm doing something and I'm just thinking I did it and I didn't do it. Anyway, and then a bunch of y'all have birthdays this this month. In fact, today is Willie Washington's birthday, so happy birthday. 
two of the women, Brittany and Darley, have birthdays, but they can't hear us. Uh, tomorrow is Larry Estrada's birthday, and Big Lou, yours was when? Earlier in the week. So happy, happy birthday. Um, Sunday, Gary Green, happy birthday. And let's see, the 17th, Franklin Davis. Trying to go in order. Anthony Haynes on the 22nd, happy birthday. On the 26th, Moises Mendoza, feliz cumpleaños. Uh, and Carlos Trevino on the 28th. And Billy Mason on the 30th. So happy birthday to all of y'all. Um, and I guess that's, I, I guess that's it. I'm All very right. sad that we're not we're not going to be in the Martin Luther King Parade this year. It's the first time in about 30 years. But we were going to be with Shape Center, and they decided to cancel their entry because they had too many elderly people and too many kids, and they were worried about the cold and the rain. So, uh, well, we're thank not going to be. I'm sorry, Gloria. Thank you for calling. And go change a oh. battery in your smoke detector. Oh, can you hear it? Yes, Stephen? we can. Yes. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> oh, shit. On a ladder. One of Somebody I went to high school with was changing a light bulb on a ladder, and he fell down and fell down the stairs and died. So... I got to get one of my kids over here to do that. Yes, you do. You know what? I I don't even hear it anymore. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god. Well, thank you, Gloria. We've got some other okay. calls. Thank you. All righty. Good night, y'all. Good night. Bye. Okay. Now we have um, Olin on line three. Everyone. Hi, how are you? To, doing good. I wanted to do a quick shout out to my son, Olin Ware the second and the uh win unit. Just wanna let you know, Olin, we miss you, we love you, and always thinking of you and we wish peace upon you. And also to you guys, I, I would just want to let you know I appreciate what you are doing for our, our loved ones who are locked up. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great evening. All right. You too. Have a great weekend too. Thank you. All right. Stacy. This is to my husband, Sporty Black at Wainwright Unit. Hey, baby love. This is Wifey kissing you the night. All is well. The girls are behaving spoiled. Uh, but the wind here has been fierce. It's easing up as we speak, though. It's been a pace day, placing on the referendum meme on the platforms. I haven't heard from you, or Snelly, or an e-note, maybe later. Our place is cozy, and I'm just waiting to hear your voice all up in my ear. But I'm glad you got the fresh air yesterday. Yeah, I'm glad you got it. And I'm glad our Detroit teams are slamming the opposition. Yup, yup. Sweet, this is just chucking you in snug up on you remain healthy and safe stay focused and tough you know i'm all yours and you got me mm, 
Mwah. I love you so deeply much. Mwah. Take care. I love you, baby. Mwah. And now we have Freddie on line five. Well, that doesn't sound like Freddie. <laughs> okay, Patricia on line one. Uh, this shout out is from Berto Garza. Hey, mijo, Tia Patty here. Just calling to let you know I'm doing okay, mijito. Everything went well with the doctor in Houston. Um, it's not going to be very cold tonight, but we're supposed to get a little colder, I think, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I know Amanda said it was going to be colder up there. She was trying to buy a generator and stuff. Um, I think we're ready here. <laughs> I went and um, uh, washed Max bedding and stuff, so we're ready. He's inside. He's comfy. Um, I love you, Mijo. I miss you. Um, stay warm. And just know that we, we love you, Mijo. We're praying for you. Uh, Tia Gracie said that uh, her and Tio Juan had tried to, uh, like, go outside on, like, take a walk, but it was very cold. So they went back in. Um, she will be staying in Houston. I don't know for how long, but everything's going good with um, the radiation. So we're praying on that. I love you, mijo. Good night, everyone. Good night, Patricia. Have a great weekend and stay warm. All right. Tanya on line four. Yes, this shout-out for my brother, Randy Peters, and Plunsky Unit. I just want to tell you I love you, Randy. We miss you. We're hoping you get home soon. Everybody's doing good out here. Mama wants to tell you she loves you. This is your mom. I love you very much, and I hope you're listening. We can't wait for you to come home. The closer it gets, the more excited we get. We love you. Good night, sweet dreams. And don't think you're doing it all by yourself because you're not, honey. We're always with you. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> All right, Linda, do you want to give your shout-outs? I sure do. Okay. I want to say a shout-out to Coy Lawrence. Bobby Woods Jr., Will Spears, Franklin Davis, William F. Owen Sr., Paul DeVoe, Lucky Ward, Jaime Cole, Brian Davis, Samuel Solomon, Bill Sims. Hey, Bill, you forgot to write us this week. What do you, What's wrong? Are you sick? <laughs> I was like, okay, what did I get this week? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I was looking forward to your letter, but we didn't get it. I wouldn't go that far. Curtis Robertson, <laughs> Miller L., uh, Robert Roberson, Carrie Allen, Troy Glover. I don't know if you say Glo Glover or Glover. I'm not sure. Robert Satterfield and Eugene Broxton. So good night, guys. Have a great week. And I think Linda's going to be at Eugene's. Yes, I will be at his, hear his hearing all three days. If it goes the third day, I will be there to represent everybody and um, see how, well, how it goes. Yeah, and we appreciate it. Um, I know I have to work, so I appreciate that. Um, I took off work. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, my... My job is not that. Yeah, uh, I understand. Yeah. yeah. But we appreciate Linda being there and 
You know what? We have a few open lines, 713-526-5738. Option number two, pretty soon we're going to be saying option number one to donate. So option number two to leave a shout out. Now, tonight I've got some shout outs myself. Roderick Harris, Jeff Pribble. Do you like how I slid that in? About doing the, uh, oh, and I was corrected by Joy. It's no longer tweeting. There's no tweeting. It's Xing. Yes, they changed that. Yeah. So, Brett, Brett, I got your um, letter and uh, I will get back with you on that. Uh, Farron, I know that you probably can't hear, but hopefully someone will tell you. Hey, hey. Paul DeVoe, hey, Mr. DeVoe, Creeper, T, T. Irvin, got a surprise for you coming, Big Head, Big Head, yeah, what's up, Big Head, Blaine, Blaine, I did not, um, call me tomorrow so I can tell you about my email, Rue, Moy, Leroy, oh, Rue, Kangaroo, Ivan Cantu. <laughs> okay, I keep I'm going backwards. <laughs> His podcast is Cousins by Blood. He also has a uh, website up, IvanCantu.org. So listen to the podcast, get involved. Larry Barker. Hey, Larry. Uh, J. Van Story. Rusty at the Estelle unit. Hey, Rusty. Rexalicious. Rexalicious. Yeah. Leo Willis over at the Win unit again. Joe Don at the Win unit. And I think I have gone down. You know, um, oh, Freddie's back. Yep. Let me get Freddie. Hey, Freddie. Hey, hey. Uh, let me shout out my brother, uh, James Dudley. What's up, Dudley? Uh, the Water Pack Unit. And uh, Terry Green, fear of all you guys. And uh, well, not just the Water Pack. Let me go to Darrington, too. Uh, Calaveras, all you guys up there on the Y'all hang in there, man. Uh, the cheer shouting you out. Letting you know that uh, I haven't forgot about none of y'all. And uh, well, everybody, everybody behind the wall, you know, I I walked your shoes, I, I walked in your shoes, and, and I know what it's like. And uh, hey, but you can do it, you can do it, man. So just do what you can and, and learn something from this, like I did. And uh, it'd be better days tomorrow. That's about it, guys. Gotta go to sleep. Gotta go work in the morning. <laughs> will you have a good night, Freddie? I will. Bye-bye. All right, and another big shout-out one more time to Brittany. Brittany and all of her work that she's been doing on did, her. Did you see her video? Your video? My video. I put y'all on, I made y'all TikTok famous. What? Remember, remember, like I did the prison show video yeah. on my TikTok page. Yeah, I took Brittany's segment last week 
and put it on TikTok. I did not see that. Well, you got to follow me on TikTok. Yeah, but, well, I thought I did. Actually, I thought I did, but you see, I tend to follow other things on Uh, TikTok, but I will follow you. I'm trying to promote the show as much as we can, get the word out, you know? We got a YouTube page. Did you like our YouTube page? I, I'm sure I did along the way. <laughs> along I'm the way. Sh- I, I'm yeah, sh- our Canadian gal just made a comment earlier because there's like 197 people that like our YouTube page, but yet she's the only one that ever makes a comment. So huh. everybody else is just silent watchers. <laughs> silent watchers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah, we've been on Facebook so long, they just hadn't caught on to the YouTube thing yet, that's all. I think people gravitate towards uh, Facebook for us, like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to go, I'm going to check out the TikTok because, you know, I can't say enough about Brittany. A lot of people, you know, I was called an armchair uh, activist until, and uh, I'm not going to say the adjective he used... (laughs) For oh, your favorite, your biggest fan? No, this one was by someone at another unit. No, huh. actually, the same unit he's on. But he said that um, he had to apologize because he thought I was an armchair activist. And I was like, Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> you, what? <laughs> no extra points for you. But <laughs> yeah, you bring your walker. I go every everywhere I can. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, I do. <laughs> everywhere I can if I can I even I do take off work to when I can to go to the board meetings if I put it in, you know, ahead of time. I will do, you know, to go to those type of things. It's just when it's on short notice, I can't get off. Or when you can't talk. Or when I can't talk. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that there's and I know I'm going to get whatever Linda has because I'm I I'm always sure you will yeah. yeah stop kissing on me Danny uh, I know I need to stop <laughs> <laughs> David did you want to say something Well I was I had visions uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I was kind of caught off guard there <laughs> <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> yeah, we still got we still got some time. You know, we got about five minutes. Do we need to look up some prison news that we can use or not use? Well, I I said a few of it earlier, like the um, the federal judge that says Alabama can move forward with the nation's first execution with nitrogen gas. I mentioned that and that poor guy, the clemency unit that. What? Yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it really is. It um yeah. That and then what is it? Michigan is going to pay one point seven five million to an innocent man. And I do have one letter that I received from um from Michael Ferguson at the God need to get my, my, I just got my eyes checked, um, at the, uh, Terrell unit, 
I, I need to look up, because I thought I answered your letter, and I need to go look up back what, at my old sent messages to see what I said. So, um, but I'm going to add you to my e-messaging. Oh, and really quick, um, for people that think that I have access to pro bono attorneys, I I don't. <laughs> I really, I really don't. Yeah, that's that's one thing Hank used to warn folks about, and we don't have like a string of attorneys beating down our door trying to do free work. No. Yeah. You know, even Paul Morgan said, you know, attorneys have to pay. They got bills to pay. Yeah, and just like we and, all do. And Paul does quite a bit of stuff just because, but still he has bills to pay. Right. So. And you think I even heard Hayburn say that, right? Yeah. So, so. I, I don't know. Um, I guess a word on the street is <laughs> that I can, uh, I have these pro bono. Pro bono attorneys. They're in your hip pocket. They're in my, yeah, I got them. Got them right here. <laughs> well, I can name a few people that I would have out of prison right now if I had those pro bono attorneys, I can assure you. But, um, yeah, sorry about that. But I will do everything I can to assist if it's, you know, if it's a, a situation where, you need help. I, uh, Linda or I or David, one yeah, of us. Yeah, I've made a few phone calls for folks. Tried to do the best that I could, or I refer them over to Paul. I'll ask Paul. And uh, there was something I asked Gary about the other day, Gary Cohen. So, I mean, he's he's there. I mean, it may, may not get much action, but we can at least use him as a sounding board. Right. And that, yeah. At least we get some advice. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's a lot of things that are going on in the prison news, and we don't have a lot of time left. But one thing that I was reading on is kind of sad is a friend of the prison show, Dennis Price, and I've tried to get him back on the show to sing. But, you know, he's out on bond, and he's really going through some stuff. So if you guys have listened to Dennis Price music, and uh, you know Dennis, uh, keep him in your thoughts and send him some good vibes and whatever. I'm not sure of all the details that happened. But I know that his wife passed, and uh, he was arrested for it. And uh, I'm not sure what the details were. I know that they had a lot of issues, and I just he he said that there's a lot more to it than what everybody realizes. So I'm not sure. All I know is it's kind of a sad situation because I really like Dennis. Yes, I do too. Dennis did a lot for us. He came and he 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 sang and he he, he donated his time, and he's just a really good all-around uh fellow for the prison show he's a really good friend for us so i hate to see that he's going through all this i mean they had a baby that was just you know looked like they were living the dream for a while but uh yeah no we're out of calls tonight and then uh there was a lady i think i posted on the facebook page uh this fella had raped and killed her child and they were in court and she put seven bullets through him, and she was only sentenced to like six years, and she got out after three with good behavior. Wow. So sometimes there is justice. I mean, I hate to see anybody go through this <coughs> on either side of the being a victim or a, whatever, um, a predator. 
And we don't judge here at the prison show, but I will probably I could probably empathize with her. If somebody was to do something to my child, and I have a couple of them, I'd probably be right there with her. So, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. I don't know what I would do with my actions. That's just kind of, that. that's what happened. But you'd think that some of these people that we watch in the news would be, there's less and less and less getting the death penalty. So, it looks like we're winning the war. Absolutely. So, and, and there is less getting the death penalty there is there's a lot less woohoo so anyway that's a lot a lot of the prison knows um i really just think that it's been a good show um sometimes i wish we had more time and more callers and uh, we are working on getting on the tablets and if that happens we're going to have to expand somehow we're going to have to get some other shows where they'll take our first hour and they'll pick up with the second hour so that they'll have some callers too because if everybody was on the tablets, that'd be like 500,000 500, inmates. I mean, that'd be a lot of a lot of tablets out there. So that would be great. I don't know. I've got a couple messages out, and I'm waiting to hear back. And I really hope that it works out, because I know that you guys don't have great FM signals. So y'all stay tuned for Converge. And uh, they're going to come up with some of that techno music. I'm in the truck tonight, so all it does is play country, so I don't get to jam tonight. But, you know, that's it's a little cold for the bike, so I didn't bring it. But in the meantime, we're not going to go out with Charlie and the Regrets tonight. We're going to go out with Gerald Bates. We're going to do some old school. Have a great weekend. Well... We're supposed to be going out with old school. I guess not. I guess Gerald's not going to play tonight for some reason. Guess we better go on over to Charlie and the Regrets. Houston.